for fans who have finished all 10 seasons of Adventure Time and want to journey back through the land of Ooh in an episode-by-episode episode analysis of Cartoon Network's most mathematical TV show. I am Laura the Human. And I'm KK, also the human. This is Chapter 1.4 Tree Trunks, explored by Bert Yoon and Sean Jimenez. In this episode of Come Along With Me, we learn it's not wise to bite off more than you can chew of anything called Crystal Gem. This podcast contains full spoilers of all of Adventure Time. If you haven't finished the series, turn back now. In her eponymous episode, Tree Trunks bakes for Finn and Jake. Even though her apple pies are the best in ooh, she yearns to find the crystal gem apple in the evil dark forest to make them even better. The boys agree to escort her, and TT's cute and generous nature gets them into scraps with a wall of flesh, zombie signs, and skeleton butterflies. They find the apple, fight a crystal guardian, and make up like good friends do. Tree Trunks triumphantly bites into the crystal gem apple and then poofs into nothingness. So this is an episode. I love this episode. I love Tree Trunks so much. Her design is so pleasing and like, I don't know, old lady characters are not all that common in any media, let alone ones that like are cute i don't know it's she is like she is all the emotions of a good grandma baked huh into a tiny adorable little elephant body it is like you know the the perfection of the shape like a friend you know and i mean we keep saying this and we're probably going to say this for the next three seasons but like her evolution as a character is is one of my very, very favorites where she's like this free spirit, like fighting against the machine nudist. Like what? Yeah. Like she goes to some interesting places. And again, you probably wouldn't guess it. Um, And, but you, you get scraps of it. Like she has this really intense moment where she's like, the flies wanted the pie. They can have it. Have it. Um, and it's just, yeah, she, you know, she's not just a sweet little old lady even now. She's weirdly intense at times. Um, I think my favorite part is the fact that Finn says, what, when he's asked what he could do if he could do anything, he says, I'd catch a shooting star and travel to outer space and fight space monsters. And he does all of those things. He yeah, I caught up on that. Um. You know, it's it's nice to know that he accomplishes all that, even though I'm pretty sure going out into space does definitely traumatize him. What doesn't traumatize him? Very fair. Um, I'm not entirely sure what my favorite is. Uh, I think, and this is more of a thing in general, but you know that skull fly that shows up? I don't think it's actually evil. At the end, it just seems to be totally chilling out with tree trunks. And I yeah, no, they're that. like playing music for her. Yeah, so... Uh, my favorite moment is the skull fly as a concept. I like all the critters in this um, 
in this episode, I like the, the wall of flesh, and I like the um, the sign monsters, and I like the snake-armed ruby brain beast, which is its actual name. Um, wow. It's all very, very Dungeons and Dragons. I was going to say, I actually have a theory that this is either, this ep- whole episode is either a direct reference to Dungeons and Dragons, or like maybe they even modeled it off like an actual campaign i could actually totally see them being like we're going to roll up the characters and play this out and that will be our episode (laughs) yeah i mean in a way a lot of adventure time kind of feels like it could be some weird D &D, um campaign you know Ooh is a pretty ripe location to for a campaign to take place in absolutely in fact uh, Wall of Flesh is actually a wizard spell, a very high-level wizard spell in Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does, do you uh, put, can you put stickers on it? I mean, I, I can imagine... I, I imagine if you roll high enough, <laughs> it would probably be a dexterity roll, my guess would be. On the same token, I would say um, Tree Trunks would be bard. Would be a bard. True Trunks would be a bard, yes. She is the sexiest adventurer in the world, uh, per her own quote. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, she is... Her, her, I, I, I honestly appreciate her seeing that weird snake ruby monster being like, yes, I'm going to seduce it. I'm going to seduce it. <laughs> and, you know, that would be an interesting character, a bard whose skill is not music, but is baking. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely been... S- you know, I don't know enough about the bar rule specifically, but it doesn't have to be music. It can be any, like, artistic form. And most of them need to have, I believe, a vocal component. Um, but for the rest, I don't see why it couldn't be baking. Yeah, I'm going to make a grandma elephant character the next time I play D&D. Please. I'm also now wondering, what what would you classify the other, I guess, Jake and uh, Finn? What I would know, it's tough, be? right? Like, is Jake a sorcerer? Because he's, like, got a lot of, like, magic naturally? I think he would have to be a sorcerer, and, I mean, Finn can only be a fighter or a barbarian. Yeah, know? PB is a wizard, I think. Absolutely. Um, Marceline, I think we can classify her as a warlock. Yeah, probably. She doesn't have it with, like, she, she somehow became her own patron somehow. <laughs> Don't think about it. <laughs> um, no, that's really fun to think about, actually. Hmm. <laughs> okay. We have been dancing around it. But that ending. <laughs> I mean, it's just so incredible. Once again, it's like, moral, no morals here. No morals here. It's just going to be... <laughs> so Finn is people... afraid the whole episode that he's not going to be able to protect his friend. And then, boom, she just dies. <laughs> yeah. For people who haven't seen the episode, like you didn't rewatch it, or it's been a while, or depending on what version you said... Uh, the original version of the episode ends with Tree Trunks taking a bite of the apple, and then she explodes, and that's it. And that was how they intended to end it, um, but apparently enough people were freaked out by it. Um, the Cartoon Network made them put a very short stinger where she's alive in, like, a crystal universe. And it does end eventually come back in, like, a season or two. Um, but that was where they were going to leave it. <laughs> It's also funny that they introduced Tree Trunks in episode one and then just to, like, you know, do away with her in this episode because obviously that's e- it's an easy position to bring her back from, but I don't know. Maybe they didn't intend to. She's just yeah, dead. Yeah, I think it's very possible. And, yeah, I love the, you know, the moral seems to be 
setting up for, listen, some people might seem that they're defenseless, but they have different ways of handling things and you shouldn't judge people for their different abilities and respect it. And then at the end, yeah, she just dies because it turns out taking uh, defenseless old ladies onto adventures is bad. Uh, my favorite quote for the episode is, oh, Finn, that tea party was crummier than a big old biscuit. Oh, that's so good. You also get a, a nice taste of Jake's uh, when he's like, she'll be fine. He'll be fine. He's 12. Like, uh, sometimes, Jake, people aren't fine and you got to help them. Well, I mean, part of it is definitely because, yeah, Jake's personality has always been exceedingly chill, even when maybe he shouldn't be chill and the sort of lackadaisical things will work out attitude yeah um but we also do have to remember that he is a dog and his aging is different and 12 is probably perfectly perfectly old enough for dogs to do this type of stuff (laughs) well if he's 12 you know ish because they're all babies together with the with Finn and Jake's parents, right? Him and Jermaine. Yeah, I think they're all roughly the same age. I think Jake was probably a little bit older. Um, But now he is in the equivalence of like 35 or so. Yeah, I think so. And then Um, this is deep, deep spoilers, but the new, um, the new, new episodes of Adventure Time, we see uh, him. The come along with me episodes, which is not going to get confusing at all. No, not at all. Uh, (laughs) But we see uh, him as, like, a punk, like, maybe early 20s kid, uh, which is fun. That well. it, That is extremely fun, for sure. Um, and then, and Finn at the time was probably in his toddler, uh, you know, half-walking stage, for a yeah. comparison. I like that, you know, something that's just occurred to me right now, honestly, is I like that they, even though Jake essentially raised Finn... Um, Mm-hmm. They ke- they keep their uh, their relationship fraternal. Like it would be easy, and that's uh, certainly a trope I c- I like a lot of like the sibling raising the other one. But in in this case, they kind of shy away from him being Finn's parent, which I think is I appreciate. I think that keeps the relationship a little bit more lighthearted. Yeah, absolutely, I do agree. Um, and even though while I don't remember the exact chronology, presumably. Um, uh, Finn and Jake's parents, Joshua and was the mom's Margaret. Name? Margaret. I thought knew it was an M. Presumably, they passed away when Finn was still pretty young. Um, yeah, but he does still consider them his parents. Admittedly, his adoptive parents, and he is still curious about his birth parents. But I think they he still considers them that way. Yeah, definitely. I mean. They're cool, man. I wish we got more Joshua and Margaret throughout the series. Me too. I I, I really like them, and I love the way they they both talk. Like, uh, <laughs> oh, 1930s, Joshua, nineteen thirties <laughs> uh, announcer voices. They're yeah. it's great. And you know, one thing I also wanted to say is Tree Trunks does the kind of woe is me, don't be mean to me just because I'm different from you that uh, Lumpy Space Princess did back in lumpy trouble in lumpy space but it just doesn't bother me as much i think because tree trunks is like trying to accomplish things and maybe she's not as adept at them but like lsb is putting herself right in the way of finn and jake's happiness and just completely not apologizing when things go completely awry for them 
Yeah, I agree. This one doesn't bother me as much. I think the only thing that does bother me is how close it is to the same tro to a similar trope being used. Sure, in sure. Um, and I think that that might be a problem with the first six episodes in general. They definitely feel more formulaic, despite mm -hmm. being like there's very little in common otherwise. But they have, you know, it always seems to be there's X problem. Finn and Jake tried to help. It goes badly. At the end, they learn a lesson, but not really. <laughs> adventure time! Yeah, they they have that adventure time stinger as well, which they definitely drop later on, but I don't remember when they get around to it. I I don't mind the stingers that are, like, silly and different, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't miss that bit. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of glad it, it, it goes down. It goes away. Um... I think this episode's also notable in that it's the first time we see Finn with a sword. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is a, a golden one with a little notch on the... And, in belt. fact, at the start of the episode, they're playing with swords and they go, Yeah, swords! <laughs> so. Yeah, so we're definitely going to keep an eye on it because um, Adventure Time is surprisingly good with sword continuity. It is, yeah. Um... I want to know why Finn does his makeup like a zombie. I, I never, I've never figured that out. Was it a zombie? I just got the sense that neither of them really know how makeup works. And the but only Jake person... does his regularly, which is also a nice, like, toxic masculinity has no place here. Because Jake just wants to be pretty. But, but so why does Finn look like an evil clown? I didn't get that vibe at all. I, I just looked like badly put on makeup the way that, you know, like little kids do when they're like, I'm going to put on makeup, mommy's makeup. And then yeah, it comes out But he has like awful. a, he like makes a scar on his face. I mean, Finn just thinks scars are cool. You know what? You got me there. You got me there. <laughs> Lots of crystal gem references in this episode. Oh, yeah. oh, it yeah. is so hard not to make a Steven Universe joke. I'm kind of amazed we've gotten through however many minutes this has been without making it yet. <laughs> Yeah, for uh, those of you who didn't listen to our introduction episode, we are both very, very, very big Steven Universe fans. That's kind of how we met, so you're welcome for not making constant references this whole episode. <laughs> yeah, um, and it's got to be just coincidence, right? Because even though Rebecca Sugar did work uh, on Adventure Time, I really doubt she was like, that tree trunk episode, I'm going to yeah. make an entire show Real, real inspo for, <laughs> for my, my magnum opus. Yeah, I think Crystal Gem is just uh, an, a pleasing combination of fantasy words. I agree. I agree. Um, I would like... Uh, it's a shame there never was a Crystal Gem apple in SU, though. Ah, uh, that's true. That's true. Oh, Rebecca. Also, I kind of... That apple did look really tasty somehow. You think so? I, I Like, obviously it was crystalline, and also obviously it killed slash teleported her, <laughs> but um, I thought it looked neat. Um, I would I would uh, not say no to one of Tree Trunks apple pies, I'll tell you that much. It did make me hungry for apple pies, despite the fact that the eating animation was honestly pretty disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, so that that's, honestly, that's hard to, to accomplish. Did we find the snail? I did, yeah, did you? Yeah, I did. It's uh, briefly sitting on that picnic that Tree Trunks lays out, right? Yes. All right, uh, bloopaloopy linguistics biz. Um, yeah, Finn goes, jam clam! So we're getting, like, an am theme, right? Like, yeah. slam a cow, ham a cow, jam clam. Jam clam. What 
I mean, there probably are cl jam clams in this universe, right? Like that doesn't seem. You're right. Weird. Honestly, that even could you could make the stretch that jam is a candy, so it could be something from the candy kingdom. Well, there you go. Meteorex. I believe this is mine. And you know, I was going to make something related to Dungeons and Dragons. Um, but the baking, you know, baking is so central to this. So I'm actually going to say the Great British Break Off slash uh, Great British Baking Show if you're in the United States. Um, it's about people. They're baking. It's a competition, but it's super chill. Really good. Yeah, it's wonderful. Want... <laughs> it's like it, it, it's, it's like an anti-reality show reality show. Exactly. If you just want people being nice and caring about, you know, pretty cakes and chocolate and, you know, ice cream and stuff. It's it's a good comfort uh, watch. Thank you for joining KK and Laura the Humans on Come Along With Me. If you have any thoughts, insights, or questions, feel free to email us at adventuretimepod at gmail.com or drop us a line on Twitter at Come Along With Me, where the last E is a three, and Instagram and Tumblr at adventuretimepod. Now come on, grab your friends, and go to very distant lands. Jam Clam! <laughs>